Welcome to Watchfire Music's Theater of the Imagination. We recommend a pair of good headphones and your favorite easy chair, where you can sit back, close your eyes, and immerse yourself in all three series of this podcast. Scattershot Symphony, Having a Talk with God, and Rosemary and Time, the podcast musical. And now, let us begin. Welcome to Scattershot Symphony, the music of Peter Link. That's me. Hey, y'all. This week being the 22nd episode of this podcast, I prefer to let the music do the talking. However, if you need to know more about me, please visit wikipedia.com, Peter Link. This episode is entitled Theater of the Imagination. From the ancients to today. Welcome back. If you wondered if I had disappeared these last couple of months, I didn't. I simply evolved. 21 episodes of this podcast, sharing the music of my past life with you, was great fun. And I could have gone on for another couple of years with the wealth of my catalog. But that's just not who I am. I'm a creator, not a reminiscer. That was then. This is now. And we ain't done yet. For me, it's time for new works. Scattershot Symphony will now evolve from the past to the present and into the future. It's inevitable. The world is changing dramatically, in case you haven't noticed. Yesterday, it was 72 degrees out. Today, it's a snowstorm out my window as I speak. And this week, now, there's a war going on. Change is unavoidable, and art reflects life. So, here we are at the cutting edge of 21st century musicals. A Broadway musical now costs many millions to mount. Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Producers spent a whopping $79 million. U2's Bono and the Edge reached somewhere between 65 and $70 million. The average ticket price is now $150. Not for the whole family, but for one ticket. Theater for the rich. <laughs> Theater for the few. Nothing against Broadway. I love Broadway but you have to come to New York City to see it in a world where most entertainment comes to your doorstep or better yet, your flat screen. But even then, the big shots have to produce it. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Apple. Where is the developing ground for new works? You'll find it in the podcast. It's simple it's very inexpensive. It's right at your fingertips, or perhaps your earbuds. And yes, it's only audio, and yeah, I can already hear you saying, but I can't watch it. Consider this. When I was a kid, I used to love sitting with my brother each night by the radio and listening to The Shadow Nose and Superman. I would close my eyes and listen. There 
in the dark, and I'd be right there. I'd see the whole thing right there in my mind, in my imagination, in living color. What did it cost me? Not a thing. Today, with podcasting, which is really radio reimagined, the possibilities are so much greater, the sound so much better. On the internet, we can reach the world and our audience can experience it anywhere and anytime they wish. Podcasting, the evolution of the musical, is upon us. On your mark, get set, go. Today, we offer a preview Actually, a better word for that would be a pre-listen to songs from a musical of one of the greatest classics of the theater, Euripides' Iphigenia in Aulis. It's an ancient Greek story, but it resonates with today's world completely in that it is the story of a war begun with no purpose except to please a deranged leader's egotistical wishes. Sound familiar? I quote Wikipedia's short description of Euripides' last and final work. Quote, The play revolves around Agamemnon, the leader of the Greek coalition, before and during the Trojan War, and his decision to sacrifice his daughter, Iphigenia, to appease the goddess Artemis and allow his troops to set sail, to preserve their honor in battle against Troy. A strange subject for a musical, you might say. Well, what about the Book of Mormon? Hamilton. West Side Story was first Romeo and Juliet. Iphigenia is a tragedy. It has a most unhappy ending. So is West Side Story. But Euripides serves us a warning against despots, and Iphigenia soars with its music. It is a classic because it is a story that has legs. Legs the size of elephant legs. It, it lasted for nearly 2,500 years. It's a story for all time. But its music is contemporary, you might ask? Yes, it is. So is Hamilton's. Our first offering is sung by our narrator, the king's messenger, who tells of the moment that Iphigenia decides to go to her beheading without a fight. She is to be sacrificed to the gods as her father, the king, bargains all for a wind that his ships may sail. Innocently and naively, she follows the misleading advice of her father, who convinces her that it's all for the glory of his will and his country's honor. I bring you the king's messenger. Do you dare? Who knows what possessed her? Madness Contagious. It was far more than the human heart could bear. 
And the earth turned within her And her destiny cried out to her In tears of misfortune I am calling you to glory no more There is glory only in your dying In the sacrifice of life For the armies, for your country For your father Yes, the only glory left is your death A glorious futility Yet glorious still It's yours to choose Do you dare Do you dare If a genial So Earlier in our story, once our villain, King Agamemnon, knows from the gods that he must sacrifice his daughter to them for his precious wind, he sends from his war camp a message to his wife, Clytemnestra, a lie, of course, that she is to bring Iphigenia to the war camp, for she is to be married to the coolest guy around one swift-footed Achilles. If Agamemnon had told his wife the truth, of course, she would have never agreed to bring their daughter. So Clytemnestra gathers together an excited Iphigenia and all her lovely ladies-in-waiting, and they sail across the Euripus Straits from Argos to Aulis to the wedding of Iphigenia. The trip takes a day and a night, of course, that night, our heroine Iphigenia can't sleep, believing that she has arrived at this bogus yet absolute turning point of her life. She lies awake under the stars on the deck of the sailing ship, contemplating past, present, and future of this defining moment in time. Julia Wade as if a Janiah. Life rolls on. Looking back through yesterdays to times when I was young, fill 
and unafraid, I danced beneath the sun, tossing all my cares away as fast as they could come, rolling through my life so free like a river. This next musical moment comes in our tale during some of the first moments spent between Clytemnestra and her duplicitous husband, who so dearly loves his daughter and is now thinking, Good God, what have I done? She watches his emotional struggle closely as he, in turn, painfully watches Iphigenia and her ladies-in-waiting excitedly dance away leaving the docks to go prepare for the wedding, all singing, How Can I Tell My Joy? Clytemnestra, with her womanly intuition in full bloom, discerns from his behavior that something has gone amok. She sings her thoughts in the song, Your Eyes. Then the song moves to its third motif, and a distraught Agamemnon who cannot face the mother of his beloved child, with his back to her, sings of his misery. Only Stone becomes a duet between king and queen, 
And then Clytemnestra responds, now knowing that something is clearly not as it should be. Yours truly as our king, and Jenny Burton as Clytemnestra. But first, our ladies-in-waiting, in celebration, how can I tell my joy, followed by your eyes, and finally, only stone. changed you overnight For since the gods have turned their eyes from me Now where my heart was There is only stone Strangers who come today Will find in me 
ladies-in-waiting first arrive at the dock at the war camp and disembark, Iphigenia is met by her father, where they have a very private moment there on the dock. There, Agamemnon, probably realizing for the first time the terrible thing that he is in the midst of doing, totally loses his cool with the daughter he loves most and begs her to Please remember him well. She, of course, thinks that he is singing about his anguish at losing a daughter to a husband, never guessing that he's about to have her beheaded and will do the deed in person. Agamemnon's song to her there on the dock is entitled, You Were First to Call Me Father. Very close to the end of our musical, Iphigenia reprises the song, turning the tables and begging him with the same song not to go through with this unconscionable choice. Tragically, Agamemnon is caught between the lure of the glory of war and his precious manhood as king and the love for his daughter. Euripides' Iphigenia in Aulis is a tragedy. Ego wins out. The musical ends as the axe comes down. But first, daughter to father, Julia Wade as Iphigenia, I was first to call you father. Oh, father, 
Do not take away this life of mine before its dying time, nor make me go down under the earth to see the world of darkness, for it is sweet to look on the day's light. You asked that I remember you. Now I understand. And now I ask that you remember me. I was first to call you father. You to call me child. And of your children, first to sit upon your knee. Kissed each other in our love. We kissed each other in our love. Oh, child, you said. Surely one day I shall see you happy in your husband's home and like a flower blooming for me and in my honor. Then, as I clung to you. And wove my fingers in your beard. I answered, Father, when you're old and reverent, then with love I will receive you. So there you have it. Episode 22. Next, episode 23. Theater of the Imagination. Searching for my father. A musical of biblical 
proportions. It's a new contemporary musical about a boy, a savant, who loses his father to cancer and consequently loses his faith as well. A myriad of characters from the biblical past time travel into his life to help him regain that faith, all in musical vignettes. It's a comedy. It's a tragedy. It's heartbreaking. And it's uplifting. Join us. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And to keep abreast of the latest episode, you can subscribe to Scattershot Symphony from your podcast app of choice. A grateful nod goes to both Julia Wade and Jenny Burton for not only their superb solo talent on song after song, but for both of their decades of support. Thank you. And thanks to Watchfire Music, Nathan Bergdorf, and the entire staff for all your work in producing and promoting this podcast. A very special thanks also to Stuart Barefoot, our associate producer, for all your invaluable knowledge and great vibes. And lastly, a posthumous thanks to Ludwig von Beethoven for your opening four bars. This podcast is presented with loving care by the staff at Watchfire Music. If you liked what you heard, we got lots more where that came from. In the meantime, you can find the songs you just heard on watchfiremusic.com forward slash podcast. There, you can purchase the singles or albums and have access to all the lyrics. Also, there you will find all previous podcasts and future scheduling. If you just became a Scattershot fan, tell your friends and stay tuned. Did you enjoy this episode? If so, check out the show notes and follow the link to subscribe to Theater of the Imagination. There, you can unlock access to its treasure chest of inspirational entertainment and a world of exciting creativity.